You're listening to episode number 82 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 82 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. My name is Gordon, and thank you so much for checking it out today. Today, I want to talk about an email that I received uh, somewhat recently, and it's it's a type of email that I get more often than you would think. I'd say probably once a week or so, I get an email um, or some form of message, uh, like a DM or something, that uh, and 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 they always they always kind of skirt around the same sort of topic, which is, um, you know, Hey, how's it going? Um, you know, I've been listening to your, your podcast. Um, I really like how you talk about a couple different income streams that you have. One of them is, is merch. That's really interesting to me. Um, uh, everyone always talks about merch and also how you're combining that with a physical products brand. And yet you have a media outlet in the form of a podcast and you have just multiple things going on and uh and then they they go on to talk about how they are motivated to do something as a result of of listening to me or or hearing me talk or, or reading something that I wrote uh which is really flattering and uh and that, that makes me feel really good so I'm glad I'm able to give back but um the problem is that they typically don't know where to start and they get, I, I, this was inadvertent. <laughs> I didn't intend to do this to anybody listening. Uh, they are, are overwhelmed with all of the different things that I talk about and they have trouble finding clarity on not just what they're passionate about, uh, but also how to actually move forward with something. So, the intent of this podcast episode is to talk about how to find clarity and how to find what you want to do and how you can take some of the knowledge that you already have and possibly turn it into a business. And it's a lot simpler than you might think. So, um, you know, if, if you're if you're wondering, oh man, how can I take a hobby or something that I'm interested in and actually turn it into a business, this will be the podcast that will help hopefully help uh, kind of clear that up for you. Um, before I get into it, though, I want you to know that just because something's a hobby of yours or something is a passion of yours or you've spent a ton of time and have a lot of experience doing one particular thing, when you turn it into a business and when you try to turn it into a business, it is no longer 100% like fun and enjoyment all the time. <laughs> no matter what you're passionate about, as soon as it turns into a business and the intent of a business is to make money, right? To actually turn that business into uh, a, a way that you can generate an income. Um, once you do that, then there's a grind associated with that thing that is not the same as just simply mindlessly doing whatever that thing was. So if, you're, uh, if your passion is drawing pictures, 
uh, caricatures or something, and you want to try to turn that into a business, as soon as you do that, then drawing caricatures becomes, it doesn't become less fun, but there are so many other pieces added to it that it is now work and you enjoy it with some strings attached. Uh, so just, just kind of keep that in mind. So, um, my recommendation for anybody, if you're trying to figure out what you want to do, um, again, I get a lot of emails about merch and I think that people see merch as a way to earn money quickly and a way to earn money, quote unquote, passively. It is the most passive income stream that I have. Um, and it is, it is passive at times, but it does require work. And even though it's, it's a, an income stream that I, I do believe anybody can get into and anybody can generate money from, you do have to be interested in it, I think. You have to have, um, unless you're hiring out a team to kind of run most of the stuff, um, if you are doing it yourself, like you have to be interested in it. Otherwise, it's going to be so much of a grind that you're going to hate it. <laughs> and you're never going to get anywhere with it. It takes an element of creativity. It takes an element of patience. It takes an element of um, like visualization design type idea stuff. Um, not nearly as much as you'd think, but it does take a little bit. And then it takes an element of research, which kind of ties into the patience and everything. It's, it's a lot of analytics. So uh, just keep that in mind. But I get you know, I get emails about merch a lot. And if you're interested in merch, I recommend you try merch. And when I say merch, it can be merch by Amazon. It doesn't have to be. There can be another print on demand uh, format or, or platform. There's a bunch of them and they're all good. They're all, they're all very profitable, right? There's a lot of opportunity in all of them. So um, I, if you're interested in merch, even a little bit, then try merch. If you're interested in some sort of physical product and it's a commodity product, for example, you just want to sell, uh, I don't know, coasters, and sell coasters. Uh, if you are interested in trying to launch and scale and hopefully monetize a YouTube channel on something that you're you're decent at, I don't know, like hairstyling or something, then do it, right? Launch your YouTube channel and just do it. You have to try all these things. The things that you're interested in, you have to make a list of all the things that you can actually see yourself even a little bit doing and then actually try them all. I mean, some of them you might be able to scratch off the list right away, but honestly, you will never know until you actually try them all. And that's exactly what I did. And that is exactly how you get to where you can try to start to figure out a little bit of clarity and find that clarity so you can go down the path that you ultimately really want to go down. So, you know, when you're making this list and, and you're making this list out of interests and out of experiences and out of things that you're good at or things that you're passionate about, you know, be very, very specific. And I, I'm going to give an example here in a minute, but be very specific because you're probably really good or really knowledgeable or really skilled in something very, very, very niche specific. And it's so specific that you would probably not even think that there's other people out there that care about that thing. Uh, but chances are you're wrong. Not necessarily, but chances are 
you're wrong and that there are people, there is an audience and there is a following there waiting for someone to sort sort of uh, like carve the, the path for them, so to speak. So I'm going to throw out a bunch of technical terms here that <laughs> uh, is probably may or may not mean anything to you. Uh, it's a lot of tech stuff. So um, I have an electrical engineering background and I have two degrees in it and I've been working in that industry for uh, 10 years. So um, as an electrical engineer, right, this is an example of how I would build a business around electrical engineering. So let's talk about that for a second. Electrical engineering by itself is a massive topic. It is so broad. It means so many things to so many different people, and it means so little to other people. Uh, but inside electrical engineering, there are like thousands and thousands of different topics. So anybody can write a book, a broad book on electrical engineering. Anybody could start a uh, like a class or whatever, an e-class or something, a course on electrical engineering. But because it's so broad, you're just going to capture the people who are kind of interested in electrical engineering, right? Electronics. Um, but let's take it a step further. Inside electrical engineering, there are two, I guess, core paths. This way I've always thought of it. One path is analog. One path is digital. I probably haven't lost you yet. Um, when you think digital, think computers and stuff. When you think analog, think like amplifiers, uh, you know, like transformers, the stuff that carries the power uh, from the street to your house or whatever. Um, that's, <laughs> that's very general, but that's essentially how you could think of it, right? So, you know, you could write a book on analog. You could write a book on digital. You could have courses on those and you would draw probably more traffic than just writing a book on electrical engineering. But it's still not specific enough. You're going to get people that like other certain specific stuff inside each of those topics that are going to show up to your course and not care about it. And then if they paid for it, they're going to want their money back. Or if they didn't pay for it, they're not going to. So uh, let's take it a step further. Let's say you like analog electronics, right? So you're electrical engineering. Then you go down the analog path. And now you're starting to go into that world. Well, you could go get into power electronics. You could go get into audio electronics, like amplifiers, speakers. You could go get into transformers. You could go get into underwater acoustics, like vehicles and submarines. You could go get into RF, like radio frequency, like the way missiles talk to each other and stuff. And all of those categories have their own audiences. Some of those people in that audience are working in those industries or they're interested in those industries or they're students in college or something and they read about it in a book and now they're really psyched and want to know more or something. Uh, maybe they're a professor, maybe they're um, like a TA in college and they, they find that interesting and they want to maybe get like a research grant, but they want to know more. Um, so there's all different reasons why people might be looking into one of those specific topics. So let's pick one. Let's pick audio, right? Because everybody knows what audio is. So I'm going to use that as, as an example. Um, let's keep going. So we're going to take the audio path, right? Inside the world of audio, still, there are tens of thousands of things going on 
and the audio electronics world that you could talk about. One of those things I'm going to talk about is a type of amplifier called a Class D amplifier. So if you're into car audio, you've probably heard that term. Um, if you're into amplifiers in general, like if you're an audio nerd or something, uh, you've probably heard of that term too. So I'm not going to talk about what, what type of amplifier that is and why it's unique or whatever, but Class D amplifiers, right? Well, Class D amplifiers has a huge following for a whole bunch of different reasons, right? They're used in a whole bunch of different audio amplifier types for a whole bunch of different reasons. And on every Class D amplifier, which by now, by the way, you're pretty much drawing only audio people, which is great but there's still thousands of different options that branch off of that. So now let's dig into the class D amplifier. And there's a certain component that's used in a class D amplifier and it's called a field effect transistor or FET for short. And FETs by themselves, I call them FETs. FETs are a whole, like <laughs> they're a whole different world. Uh, there are electrical engineers, uh, research analysts, scientists, whatever, physicists that study nothing but FETs their entire career. And so FETs are, are a very unique thing, and they're all different. There's, there's hundreds of thousands of different types, and they all do different stuff. And inside FETs, inside the world of FETs, you can keep taking it further and further, guys. This is what I'm talking about. Inside the world of FETs, you could talk about the types of input conditioning that you perform on the signal going into the FETs. If you're not a tech guy or girl, <laughs> probably lost you now. Uh, but anyway, you could take it a little bit further to condition to talk about the conditioning of the input that goes into the FET, right? Um, reducing line noise and all that stuff. Um, you know, and then you could take it even further. You can take it another step further. The type of circuit board design that you would use for Class D amplifiers in an audio application. All right, so I took something as broad as electrical engineering, and I dug so deep through one, two, three, four, five, six layers to get to a very specific topic, right? I'll say it again. Circuit board design for Class D amplifiers to be used in audio applications, right? And now I know, because I'm in this world, that that is something that would draw an audience. And here's what I could do with that, right? I could start talking about that specific topic on, let's say, a podcast. I could like come up with a clever name like, I don't know, audio audiophile or class D audiophile or something like that the podcast, you know, and I could have a weekly podcast where I talk about what's going on in the world of audio electronics, specifically uh, like class D amplifier design and subwoofer design and that kind of stuff. Um, and then I could start a Facebook group, right? And I could slowly promote that Facebook group and I could bring people from my podcast into my Facebook group. I could have a website and I could kind of take people to that website and you know, have them sign up through there and slowly build an, an e like a, a an email list. I could uh, have an Instagram profile. I can already picture all this stuff in my head, guys. I could have an Instagram page, right? And you know, some a lot of people love the look of 
electronics. They just think they look cool, right? So you can have everything from vintage like 1940s amplifiers and those old, old, old circuits. Uh, find pictures of those online. Go find some at um, like hobby shops or pawn shops or something and take cool pictures of them and throw filters on them and make them look look really vintage and stuff. And post a picture every day on Instagram or two uh, that talks about you know, with a cool picture of a circuit board or, or an amplifier or a speaker or something related to that and talk about that thing and how, you know, how, how it changed the course of history in that world because of whatever, you know, or you could relate it to something like you could, the captions are infinite. The caption ideas are infinite, but you could have something on Instagram. You could have a YouTube, uh, channel. I could start a YouTube channel right off of this topic and take a different amplifier every single week or, or once a month or twice a month and talk about it. If you can have the physical one in front of you, you can take it apart, show the audience what's inside of it, whatever. If you don't have it, you can just like have pictures of it, uh, maybe a video of it working or, or something, or maybe get a guest, uh, someone who knows it and can talk to it. Like there's a whole bunch of different ideas and you know, you and all the circuit nerds out there that are into it, you know, all the audio guys, they would love to hear how you dissect the circuit and talk about how it works and all that. Um, and so that's like your free social media, right? You could have webinars that draw people in and where you talk about um, like maybe teaching people how these amplifiers work or why this design is better than that design or something. Uh, you could have meetups, you could schedule meetups from there and just get together with the community, people in that world, uh, near you, you know, geographically get together and talk about it and just kind of shake hands and, and, and meet each other and get to know each other. Um, you could write an ebook on class D audio amplifier circuit board design, um, and all the significant details of that. And you could put that out there. And you could sell it, you know, for, or maybe have it for free and then have a, the second one be available for sale or something. I mean, you could even have coaching, right? You could even, to tie this all back to merch, you could make an entire line of merch shirts on some print on demand platform. Maybe it's Amazon that all have to do with audio engineering, class D amplifier design, circuit board design, audio, subwoofers, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm giving, if, you, if you're listening to this and you are into this stuff, I just gave you tons and tons and tons of options on how to take that world and turn it into a full-fledged business. That right there is a full-fledged business. It's a lot of work but it's a full-fledged business. So again, the broad topic of electrical engineering, I just turned into a very specific niche business based on uh, a deep dive into that concept. And you can do the same thing with anything. Uh, just think for a second about any other topic, English literature, right? English literature. You could take that and dive so deep. You could take mathematics if you're into math and you could dive so deep. You could take music theory and dive incredibly deep. Um, you could take carpentry, even woodworking, anything like that. Woodworking is another good example. I like to use that a lot, uh, just because I have a little bit of experience with it. You could take the general topic of woodworking and dive so deep into like something as specific as like ornate inlay design concepts. And you could turn that into a whole business. It may not get you a million dollars a year, and, but you could definitely generate some sort of monthly revenue off that. I guarantee it. Um, so 
it's important to get clear. Yes. And a lot of people say that and a lot of people understand that. And, um, the, the problem is that people, uh, they, they, they generally get overwhelmed and part of the reason they get overwhelmed is because there are a bunch of options. They want to do a lot of stuff, but they're not patient enough to pick one and stick with it. And I, I would say that it's not wise to pick one and stick with it for no reason. I would say test and try a bunch of different stuff, all things that you're interested in and find the one that sticks. And, you know, for me, merch is interesting because I actually like the whole world of apparel and, uh, I like the work, like I, I started so bam gear company because I wanted to create a premium athletic and fitness bag and apparel company, right? In that order. Um, so, you know, I use Sobam Gear Company to create uh, duffel bags and backpacks and things of that nature. But in addition to that, there's there's an apparel attachment to that. There's a supplementary apparel line that goes with that. And just getting into that world has made my interest in merch grow. When I say merch, again, I'm not necessarily talking about Amazon. I personally do use Amazon, but I also use other platforms. Um, I They haven't really amounted to as much because I don't put as much energy into them. But merch design is something that I actually am interested in. So for me, it was a natural fit. It's not just a revenue stream, although I know plenty of people who use it just for that, and they do very well. Uh, but anyway... To wrap this all up, you need to understand what it is lifestyle-wise that you want to go after, and then you need to understand what it is that you think you want to do to try and make that possible. Chances are, the answer is already there. You already have it. You just kind of have to find it. So keep digging, test, 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 dig, and enjoy the process because once you find it, That's uh, that's when the real work begins, and that's when it starts to to get really interesting. So uh, that's it, guys. Um, thank you so much for checking this out, and I will catch you in the next episode. Take care.